0: Morning, I'm Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry, and I have two awesome people in this morning: Shannon Kentrell, Trill. We're, listen, we're we're struggling with the names this morning. I'm Northern Shannon. It's all good, okay. And it's Joe Kayla's are in today, Name so um, we're just gonna go with Shannon and Joe from now on because I'm <laughs> struggling on the names here. But um, and you guys are with the Livingston Overton County Chamber of Commerce. It's true. Thank you for having us. Um, So what is a chamber of commerce? Let's start there because people kind of know like, uh, you know, go to your chamber. But they probably don't know what what the purpose of a chamber is sometimes. No, I do. When I first started at the chamber, I wasn't even sure (laughs) what all they
1: did. And um, it's a lot, Mm -hmm. uh, to be honest. So in the world of economic development, there's a lot of different facets that economic development touches, just like the chamber in general i mean we we work on tourism for our community we work on small business development economic development industrial development workforce um and i could uh, we we do lots of things within the educational and there's so many like sub parts beyond those top headings too. yes absolutely and it's an organization that you know we partner with many local businesses have um, you know, they joined the chamber as a member to increase awareness about their business and um,
0: the things that they do. And we have kind of create a community and a network. It is. Throughout Overton County. Yeah. Um, so, Shannon, you've been at the chamber up there now for how long? Uh, it's right at four years before years in August. At four years. And it's just the two of you. Yes. That, and, and sometimes you have an intern in and out. Yes. Um, But. Compared, So just kind of to put things in perspective, the Putnam County Chamber has, what, 15 employees-ish? ish. Ish. We don't want to talk about it. (laughs) Um, A lot. They have a lot. They're doing awesome. And you guys are are really trying to make some waves with the two of you. And you were by yourself for a long time. And Joe, how long have you been at the chamber now?
2: It's one year this month. I came in July last year.
0: Happy anniversary. Thank you. Um, And I feel like it, it probably has alleviated some stress from you, Shannon, of... I can't even begin to tell you how much. And and Joe, you're just kind of like a jump in and do it kind of person.
2: Uh, I'd say so. Yeah. I, uh, uh, Shannon, I met with Shannon before I moved here. Moved here from Chicago three years ago. Uh, came. I'm an entrepreneur, business guy. I like community and uh, came to the chamber just because I knew, to answer the question you asked earlier about what the chamber is, I see it as a resource center for the business community. And we work hand in hand with the city and the county. It's kind of like a triangle of uh, resources that if we're A stool all stool
0: with three legs is what some people might say.
2: We should make that our logo. Maybe <laughs> no, we should not. Um, but I came to the chamber just because I knew that was the center of the business pulse, if it existed in Livingston. I don't knew nothing about Livingston. I visited my dad randomly during COVID times and fell in love <laughs> with the charm and just everything that is all about the Upper Cumberland. We just started chatting and, and hit it off before I ever thought of moving here, and um, I just. She let me sit there as a as a member of the chamber because mm-hmm. I we have a homeschool family. We have 23 chickens, four dogs. Three, I thought you
0: 23 children at first. No, one child was enough. Uh,
2: so we have a lot going on at the household, and I needed to get out, and I need somewhere to sit. And I'm like, hey, do you know anywhere that's renting places? And she said, why don't you just sit in this conference room off the side? <laughs> and then I would just hear her say, like, you know, she needed help with things or, you know, getting – Just getting overwhelmed with things, and I say, "Well, I'm good at that. Would you like me to help?" And well, so happen.
0: So, how do you feel, Joe? You know, as an entrepreneur building businesses, um, you do real estate. We can touch on that in a few minutes. But how do you feel now working for a nonprofit? (laughs) It's such a. It's kind of a different mindset shift um you know
2: it is but it isn't cuz it's still revenue and expenses like just because we're a nonprofit doesn't mean that we don't grow revenue it, and that's the you know we're we we have uh, chamber membership dues we have sponsorships we have uh contributions from the county and the city um so there it's it's a business it's yeah. it it is nonprofit but it's at the end of the day I love finances I love growing I love membership I love community and it's a business so just cuz we don't make a profit we roll over profit to, into other projects to benefit the community. And that's, I would, with my business, with my for-profit business, I give almost all my money to the community anyways, whether it's, you know, giving to my church or pouring back into families. Like that's that's my mission in life is to help other people. So... For profit or not, my profit is all going to other people anyway.
0: Well, and I think I think for me, and I've worked for not in nonprofits for a long time, but I just to me, I love the like heart behind. Mm-hmm. Like I love that you are really doing something good, and right. you're really impacting the community, and not just impacting people who buy your product. Like you can kind, of, I feel like you can kind of do more. as a non-profit. You absolutely can. So when Joe came on, Shannon, do you feel like you were able to kind of streamline some projects or do more or just be more successful Mm -hmm. as...
1: You know, the this being able to streamline things was was huge. I mean, he did come in and implement some things that have really helped me be more productive in general. I mean, when you're one person and you're in there trying to do all the things for every member that you have and every event that you have.
2: Three hundred and seventy five of them by the way.
1: Yeah, Members? You know, it's yes. That's a lot. That's a lot, it, yeah. You know, it's it's very difficult to stay um you know, I was the queen of post it notes for a long time. Mm-hmm. But um, he has really helped be more proactive in keeping everything in a database so that when it comes around and we've got to do the same thing again, like Pioneer Days this year. Of course, I'll do a little quick plug. It's this weekend. Um, It's been so much easier this year because we have a process that's laid Mm -hmm. out from last year Mm -hmm. and everything else that we do you know, not that I didn't know how to do that stuff. Get, you know, it's just there was so much going on; it was a little more difficult to be, um, you know, to be focused on making those lists and, you know, keeping everything nice and organized.
0: So, if I remember correctly, you um were you had you you were not at the chamber for ever. You, <laughs> you you're were to newish <clears throat> to the chamber, and you were what was your previous? job i I was real estate agent so you're a real estate agent and what made you think yeah let me go work for the chamber of commerce you know i'm actually really glad you asked that question um
1: you know when i um got into real estate i felt like it was very important for me to be involved in my community if i'm going to be selling um in an area I wanted to be involved in that area Mm -hmm. so that it would be easier for me to know what was going on. And I just wanted to give back to my community because, you know, like Joe said, I love, I love Livingston. Um, my kids, you know, I've raised my kids there. Um, still got my daughter and she's you know growing up there too and it was just always a passion of mine just to give back in some form or fashion i didn't really know what that was going to look like mm-hmm. but i always wanted to give back to my community and um so i got involved in some things in the community and um they uh got in got onto the downtown revitalization committee and through that I started helping them with the events at Central Park. So there was, you know, a lot of things that I was involved in where the park was concerned and I had found out that the current the the previous marketing and tourism director had resigned. It was fairly abruptly. Uh, but I just, I just felt like I needed to do something Mm -hmm. because there was, I mean, it was, that's just a a difficult position to just for
0: somebody to just pick up and roll with somebody from out of the community and yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and I kind of knew what was going on since I was at the park and everything. Mm -hmm. So I just went up there and I asked what I could do to help. And it was that simple, um, I just did the very best that I could, with what uh, the executive director there at the time had. I went into it totally volunteering. I had no intention Partaking when I on a job. I had no intention. I mean, my real estate career was going well. I was happy. It was not. It was just not the path that I would thought I was going to go on. But you know. <laughs> Years before you know I was praying, God, what can I do mm-hmm. for my community what you know where where would you have me land that's gonna allow me to give back like this community has given to me and it took me probably about six months, maybe even a year for me to realize, oh mm. you answered that prayer, yeah. you gave me a position where I could really show my heart for this community and give back and do things and make it better for the future generations and my you know my grandchildren and my daughter now and i've i've been I've been blessed to say the
0: least. Well, I think that there's something special about this area, Joe, you're newer to the area. Um, This is my 10 year anniversary this month of, of coming to Cookville. And so what do you think it is? You know, you kind of have a a different perspective, Joe, what do you think it is about this area that just, what's the bug that makes people want to care about their communities?
2: For me, um, Born and raised in Chicago suburbs, fast-paced business all over the place, chasing, keeping up with the Joneses. And for me, just the peace about this community and, and the true love for each other is people, um, people have their 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 um, priorities in line, right? It's the, As long as you can have a job, go to church, be with your family, and love people, That's that's kind of the vibe that I got when I came here. And it just— it wasn't a decision. Like, I'm a very, very spreadsheet, uh, logical sort of guy. I plan everything out. I, I process everything. And I came here, and I it's just I just felt it. You know, like, it was beautiful. And I know, fiscally, I know that Tennessee is one of the strongest states in the country. And, and I've been trying to get out of the Midwest for a while. I've been trying to get my wife to Florida. She would never go. But she also felt just that it was a place to be because the people are so loving and supportive. And the, co- the community is here. Like, I would see Hallmark movies and see squares like Livingston. For sure. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my oh my gosh, I'm in a stinking Hallmark movie.
0: Well, and I think that it's just that atmosphere is, like, it's contagious. Yeah. Somebody else, they care so much about your community. And you're like, well, I want to do what they're doing because mm-hmm. they seem happy. They seem like they have their priorities in order. They seem like they have, you know, life good. So I want to do what they're doing. I want to join in and, and pick up, you know pick up the workload too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. The chamber was not, uh, just like moving here wasn't on my agenda in life. Uh, the chamber wasn't either. I, it just, I mean, I'm just living out God's plan for my life. And I sat in the seat that Shannon let me sit at so I don't have to go work from home. And uh, there's just lots to do. There's so much yeah. opportunity to, to build community, to grow tourism, to make people that fell in love with this area like I did uh, to love it more. So
0: it's, we'll be uh, right back. Welcome back. I'm Tiffany Anton and I have Shannon and Joe from the Livingston Overton County Chamber of Commerce. And thanks for being here. Um, so we kinda got your background, your backstories. Northerner Joe came down. Chicago Joe. Chicago Joe. Shannon, you know, has been here if you can tell by her accent. Joe and I are the, the Midwesterners here. Um sorry for our nasaliness. I think I'm probably more nasally than you, maybe.
2: I can't hear myself, so Uh, I don't know. I can now. Do
0: you hear my nasal, do you hear my nose?
2: We do sound Midwestern, it's because we are, it's all right. right.
0: So you guys, I mean, you guys, you really do, you have your hands involved in a lot of things. Um, I remember, I think it was last year, we were talking about um, the old gray venue that's kind of in Monterey and it shares its borders with you guys. And you just mentioned last segment about um, Pioneer Days. So tell me a little bit about Pioneer Days. Shameless plug, let's let's let people know what's going on this weekend. Absolutely,
1: well, Pioneer Days has been going on in Livingston for a very long time. And back in the 90s, they just stopped doing it. And we decided that it was time to bring it back. And so last year was our first year doing Pioneer Days again. And, of course, this is our second year. And um, basically, Pioneer Days is just an opportunity for us to celebrate our heritage and bluegrass music. We've got bluegrass music all weekend long.
0: Um, I'm going to say, if you haven't been up to the square in Livingston, the square is again it's like out of a hallmark movie um stars hollow is kind of what i tell people sometimes from mm-hmm. gilmore girls but you have this playground there and a park and an amphitheater i i think i was yes. there and i've been through the area a lot and and joe said something about the amphitheater i was like what is it like a legit state and he's like yeah look over there and so there's there's a lot of great things going on up there
1: there's a lot of great things going on in livingston and uh we're both very happy to be a part of the majority of them. But um we definitely want to invite everybody up for Pioneer Days. Um so that's <clears> this Saturday. It is this Friday from uh, five to nine and then Saturday from ten to nine. Helicopter rides. We've got an artifact show in the community center, the museum has all kinds of cool things, and we'll have lots of vendors on the downtown
0: square, artists and crafters and woodworkers and, a real so, on blacksmith. and so forth.
1: Wow. Yeah.
0: And I'm going to do a little shout out to my friends at Restored and Co. Um, and they are one of our partners with Powered by Her. Mm-hmm. And so they are sponsoring. They're on the square. So you should check them out when you go up to Pioneer Days this weekend. But right. they are sponsoring the Powered by Her lunch that's next Tuesday that you guys are hosting up there. Um, and so that was kind of an initiative that Shannon, you had said, we really need to do something with women in business. And why did that initiative why was that a driving force for you
1: you know for a lot of the same reasons that it was for you i feel like it's very important for women to celebrate each other sometimes it's a little more difficult Mm -hmm. for females and um i don't mean that in any you know derogatory way it Mm -hmm. just is and i think we can be so much more supportive for each other and and celebrating and being there um, just to, to help them out when they're starting new businesses. You know, our square is like 75% female driven.
0: Yeah, well, and that's what we've, so, we've even found at the Biz Foundry is most of the people that come through our doors are female. I think female business owners really have a, a need for that community aspect yes. of knowing they're not alone, of, of having people just to say, oh, this is tough, this is hard sometimes. And so um, that's been really fun to be able to do mm-hmm. some Power by Her lunches up there. Um, Joe, what about you? What what other projects and what other um, things do you do you have going on? Well, well,
2: you uh, said you were with the Biz Foundry, and mm-hmm. uh, I've had a dream for years and years and years. In, in the Chicago suburbs, I was part of a co-working space. Um, for the same reasons, I am not working from my house now, but. Coworking. So you
0: created your own co-working space in Shannon's <laughs> office. I did I kind of
2: did actually. Uh, <laughs> so we started there and then it was just uh, Tennessee as a state is really really supportive of entrepreneurship, of growth of things like that. so there's grants in place that I was made aware of that we could possibly open a co-working space in Livingston and we don't we have so many business owners in Livingston. I'm friends with a lot of them especially at the chamber now I know most of the business owners mm-hmm. that are members and there's a lack of resources to like tactically help people. And that that's the entrepreneur center part of it. And I went to a workshop at tech and like there's all these resources with Tennessee, the Upper Cumberland, with our county, with our city. And I just I had this vision in my life to start a place where I could hang out with people that could strategize with me and, and game plan and talk about just geek out on business stuff that I love talking about. And I'm like, wouldn't it be cool if I could have an office with like fifteen other people just hanging out, whiteboarding stuff all day? And, uh, and obviously, the Biz Foundry is uh, cranking in Cookville and McMinnville and Sparta. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just came up with the crazy idea hey, why don't we just partner with them? And um, so.
0: So, hopefully, by the end of the year, we're going to be having a. We're, we're kind of rebranding and calling it Workbase. Workbase. Workbase Livingston. And um, and we'll have another co working space up there. And that, I think that what what what's the draw for co working? I mean, you kind of have talked about it, but. Um, most people are like, well, I can work for my home and I have okay internet and, you mm-hmm. know, but, and, and Shannon and I just talked about how women need that community. Obviously, Jen yeah. is not a woman. So, <laughs> so what, tell me about that a little bit.
2: It's perspective. For me, it's, you know, when Shannon was at the chamber by herself, it's, it's a lonely, it's 375 members serving that member base by yourself. It's crazy. Like, Anybody working in business alone by themselves in an office with no, um, nobody else speaking into their life, no mentorship, no ideas from other industries. The, the concept of perspective in business is one that I'm super passionate about. Like, what are you doing in your industry that's working? Because it might apply to mine. Right. And uh, for me, it's just getting around. A, it's, it's an energy. Like, there's, When there's people that are excited about their business doing work together in a collaborative environment, it, it, it makes everybody better, whether you're in business together, working for each other or not. It's just a, an environment where my daughter's not yelling at me, the dogs aren't barking, I cannot be disrupted except for by another business owner or employee that has some business ideas. That we can all share. We can sit around a table and whiteboard some ideas and and make each other better and lift each other up. Well,
0: and people think I'm so busy. I need to stay in my lane and focus, and I'm you know I don't have time. But then when you get in those conversations where you just have the right synergy and you re- you really can feed off each other. Oh yeah. Oh, you do this with your business. Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't thought about that. I could do that. You know. And there's just something that water cooler talk is yeah. something different in a co working space than you know, at a coffee shop where coffee shops, people are just in their little zone. And yep. and I actually had worried about opening a co-working space or growing our co-working space and how that would, would, none of us want to take business away from any of the other businesses in town and coffee shops included. Um, And they're like, well, we want to be a coffee shop. We don't want to be a co-working space. Mm -hmm. We want people to come in, have their coffee, eat their food, socialize with each other, you know, whatever. Um, And so we've kind of found that that hasn't been a negative thing. How's the reception been as you've... Telling people your ideas in Livingston. Yeah, you know? I
2: mean, I'm thankful for coffee shops for people who don't want to be commu- like part of the community and they want to just focus and do their own thing. Mm-hmm. I, I was that guy until I came to the chamber and then, then it was two of us. Now we're open co- or co-working and it'll be, you know, 30 people, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got a different style. Everybody wants to be in right. a certain environment that is conducive to growth for them. <laughs> Uh, I just know that I put out the word and a couple chamber members came to me and said, hey, I'd love to have an office space there because uh, I'm a traveling salesman, I'm this, I'm that, I don't have an office. A lot of tradespeople that don't have an office, they like the idea of being able to come and use resources, drink coffee and make copies and use their computers. So it's it's not for everybody, but it's for the people that truly want community in the business world and can come and do that and uh, work together.
0: And Shannon, you've been kind of working on this, like in the thought process has been around for a while be- right. before Joe, and you just knew that wasn't in your wheelhouse to be able to add that into things yourself. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, you know, as much as you want to be Superwoman.
1: <laughs> as much as I want to be, I realized that I can't. Yeah. But, uh, you know, just having Joe there in general, this is definitely something we've been wanting to do. I was more than happy to allow him to spearhead this, to keep it that way we could still have it. I'm still working on the things that I need to work on. But one thing I have realized since Joe's been there, we've put more on our plate. It wasn't like he said, oh, hey, let me take this and then I'll I'll work on this. take this slice of the pie, yeah. No, we added more. Yeah, it's (laughs) like now that there's two people there, there's, you know, double the work. Stick with us and we'll be right back. I'm
0: Tiffany Anton from the Biz Foundry and I have Shannon and Joe from the Livingston-Overton County Chamber of Commerce. I feel like if you had to answer the phone like that, that would be just such a mouthful. I do it every day. That's a I've I've cut it down and she
2: looks at me every time. Time. like I'm not saying enough words
0: oh my god Joe you gotta say it all
2: nah.
0: um so you guys just I mean it is it is amazing as two people what you guys are doing why is economic development important to a community Shannon. um
1: economic development it can be well it's it's it can be so many different things mm-hmm. but you know if you want to just try to simplify it it's it's basically just The creation of wealth in a community, so it's increasing uh, the quality of life. It's bringing people into your community by way of you know tourism and marketing. It's industrial, you know, recruitment and growth.
0: So I like to say high tides raise all ships. And so if you're thinking about that, um, I'm from Michigan, and probably people don't know what the Sioux Locks are. But do you know Joe? Okay, there's there's a there's two great lakes that are different levels, and so they put the boat in you know, a boat goes into these locks and then Mm -hmm. they put water in and it raises it up so it can go to the next, you know, lake because they're at different levels. Um, Look it up, Sioux Locks. Uh, But, so it's just the fact of like, the more businesses that are thriving in the area the more tourism dollars come in the more jobs are created and then we can all you know raise pay rates more and Mm -hmm. and that goes into workforce development and so really in and having these chambers I think sometimes people think well what's what's a chamber for you know it's just it's just they're just trying to take my membership dollars or whatnot but there's a value of being part of this community of the chamber and um and all the, that you guys do and pour into the community and there's kind of you're kind of the like you said the third stool or th- third leg of the stool but you're also this connector between all these different organizations the businesses and the government absolutely and, um and partnerships that's, very important yeah and it's it's been really nice to see you guys kind of um push push the needle forward and and try and do new things and right and you know i do have to
1: mention and and. You know we've got the greatest board of directors at the chamber right now. I mean we've we've got some new ones coming in, and they're they've all been phenomenal, and they have been so supportive to help us to do you know everything that we have set out to do. And then our community in general, I, I mean it truly is a. Um, I heard somebody say the other day, economic development is a team sport, mm-hmm. and and it it, it is not mm-hmm. one person can do it. It takes the chamber. It takes the county, it takes the city, it takes the community. Um, it, it, it it truly takes a partnership and a team to make all these things happen. And for the most part, we really do see that in our
0: community. Joe, you had mentioned that you went to an econo- economic development <clears throat> summit which is, I think, where I met you last year. Um, And it was. It was people that were state representatives Mm -hmm. and senators and people from tourism, people from Tennessee Tech, and all the people that really have a cog in the the gear system, I guess. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Um, but that really kind of make the whole all the puzzle pieces fit together and work together and so it's just nice to have people that have heart and passion that are part of that. So you've mentioned tourism a couple times so what what is that going What's going on in in Livingston with tourism and tell me a little bit about that.
1: Um, Tourism has really in Livingston it's come a long way over the last few years especially with the rise of the short term rentals and you know we've got more of those right now than we ever have and it's created a situation where people can actually come and stay a weekend or come and stay a night if they want and we've truly become a a day trip or a weekend trip destination so and we have some of the greatest tourism um assets in our community we've got standing stone state park we've got cub mountain atv park we've got um the little red orchard now um and heaven forbid me leave some uh, somebody out our winery. I think I said the Standing Stone Tape State Park than our downtown. Mm-hmm. Everything, uh, we, there's so many different things to do, and um,
0: I think sometimes too people underestimate <laughs> the tourism aspect of just having a good community square, of it having does make a you know big big you difference. can bring the kids up, you can park on the square, you can walk over to the playground, the kids can play, you can walk around the square and just enjoy. You know, nice weather. I mean, we've had a great, fantastic summer so far for the we most have. part for Tennessee. And um, it's just really, but you need to have a thriving downtown area in order mm-hmm. to have that be a tourism right. pull. Has that been something that you've focused on a bit more, that the square
1: area in your time? There's been, uh, well, the downtown revitalization committee started focusing on just our downtown area uh, back in 2006. So it has been a work in progress for quite a few years um you know that's you know where the, you know, we got the got the park through the downtown revitalization committee and grants that they applied for and you know the park was um you know that shining light that started everything mm-hmm. and it's just compounded ever since and then the steel coop came in and then you know we've revitalized so many businesses or so many buildings around the downtown square. And um, a lot of that has been done with grants. We just received a $100,000 downtown improvement grant. And there's probably seven businesses that are about to do some renovation on their facades. We got an a- a- ARC grant that's going to help us completely revitalize South Church Street. So there are so many great things going on Um you know, just with grant money right now,
0: that it's well ridiculous. That kind of goes into that team sport thing. I don't think people understand how much state money is available and can go into some of these projects that we do. So, Joe, you were talking about the co-working space. You've been applying for state money from that. And they're going to give an influx of money and and just the facade improvements. And I just, I, I don't. I was not involved in economic development in other states that I've lived in, but I do feel like Tennessee has, they kind of know what they're doing. It's crazy. They do. Tennessee is such a strong state.
2: uh, Coming from the worst fiscal state in the country, I believe. Uh, Look at your data, but I'm pretty sure Illinois is one of the the brokest states. And coming to Tennessee and going to that conference and just seeing how much the state reps and everybody is willing to to invest in the community, Mm -hmm. it's it's inspiring, honestly. And one thing you didn't mention – that I think is worth noting is Livingston is one of very few uh, Main Street designated towns Thank in all of Tennessee. I think we have thirteen in the whole state, or something. what was?
1: I don't remember the number. There's not I'm many. Not try. <laughs> we are Main Street
2: designated, and that's a huge deal. And what does
1: that mean? So the state of Tennessee has a um, a program through their economic economic development department. So you you can start out applying for applying to be a Tennessee downtowns. Once you've been a downtown for a certain amount of period, for a certain amount of time, and you reach certain goals, then you can apply to become a Tennessee Main Street community. And there, it is a huge application process, um, and it allows you different resources to help revitalize your downtown. Um, I could go in a lot deeper, but yeah. I, I won't for the sake of time
0: and <laughs> in interest of listening. Right? Of course,
1: yeah. of course. But it, it is a it is a great honor that we were able to become a Tennessee Main Street, and it does allow us a, additional grants and and things for
0: us to be able to uh, increase the quality of life again just being that connector between some of your businesses and the resources Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. that that allows to come through so we just have a few minutes left what other kind of events do you guys have coming up or what other things do you got you want people to know about livingston
1: um our Live in Livingston concert series, that is coming up soon. Um, you guys have had some big names up there in, in the past summers. <laughs> yes, we have. We have. Last summer was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, that was probably our best uh, best summer yet for Live in Livingston. Um, it looks a little bit different this year. So our first Live in Livingston uh, series that we're doing this year is called Summer Fest. We're doing a beer and wine festival downtown, and tickets are being sold. And we are inviting all of our regional breweries and wineries and distilleries to come out and set up to do sampling. So that's going to be awesome. That's on August the 12th. It starts at 4 p.m. And we have Legacy, Janelle Arthur, and Stacey Mitch Hart come into play that day. Awesome. And then also, um, as part of the free concert series on August the 19th, ricochet is coming i don't know how i don't know if you remember ricochet or not this from the 80s 90s they were a 90s country band okay okay they had some hits don't ask me what they are because i can't remember right now not (laughs) on the spot not on the spot but uh joe how can people find
0: all the like the the information of all these things that shannon's shannon's got in her memory bank
2: discover livingston com. there's an events link at the top Mm -hmm. slash events but uh all of our events are in the calendar there and, uh, that's...
1: you said that,
0: like, uh, are
2: they? I was, I was wondering. He's like, yeah, I hope he's like let's are. update. They will be one, today. One thing They I, will be today. Yeah. One
0: thing sure. I want to do point, like, we talked about kind of the magical, you know, um Hallmark story. You guys had your prom on the square last oh my year. Oh, gosh. It was beautiful. I mean, I kind of wanted to go back to high school. Yeah. It, it was, was um, kind of cold, though, right? Was it It low? was in
1: 2021 they did it. Okay, they didn't okay. do it last year. Uh, okay. But, um, I, I'm telling you, no, it was this year they didn't do it. It was last year. I'm sorry about that. It was the most magical thing I have ever seen. Yeah, it it just seemed amazing, gorgeous. Yeah,
0: we need a
2: Hallmark. We need an actual Hallmark movie.
0: Yeah, I I think Hallmark Channel needs to call us. Yeah, probably. I mean, Hallmark, if you're listening right now, that's what we need. Yeah, yeah. Call up Shannon and Joe, and they'll you know give you kind of point you in the way. All right. So if people want to know about the events, they can go to Discover. LivingstonTN.com. how can people find you guys or know more about your membership or connect with what you guys are the chamber itself
1: the same discover livingston.com and then choose the chamber tab at
0: the top and so there's memberships are not limited. You still have memberships available to people who are in Livingston Absolutely. and they have a, bi- a business and they want to connect and um, just all the events. I'm sure you have member member events, you know, yes, um, that do. are specifically for members to connect the businesses, but then con- to connect the community. I'm just so excited to see what you guys have done so far and what you guys have done, you know, will do in the next few years. Yeah. It's, exciting. it's really exciting. Any other last, last thoughts, Joe?
2: I was just going to say in the name of partnership, we would love to explain uh, how we can partner and bring value to any business in the community. Um, some Absolutely. people don't feel they need to be a part of the chamber, but I can tell you all the reasons why you should. And uh, we'll be hashtag in it together.
0: Well, and let me just say, if you walk in the doors, like um, it's great to connect with these two. Um, like Joe said, he's just kind of hanging around most of the time, and um, I feel like you—you know—you guys are really genuine, and you will take some time to to meet with people and kind of let th- them know what a membership, what the benefits of their membership would right. be. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much for coming in today, you uh, Shannon and Joe from Livingston, Overton County Chamber of Commerce. Thank you very much. Thank
1: you.